Welcome to the OptiSeller podcast, the place where we give data and advice to marketplace sellers. I'm Dara and before we get started today, I want to give you a quick roundup of the latest eBay mandate changes. This month has been a busy one for sellers with the latest eBay mandate changes going live. Here's a quick roundup if you haven't heard. Eight categories are affected in this round of mandates. Business and industrial, collectibles and toys, electronics, health and beauty, home and garden, parts and accessories, sporting goods and jewellery and watches. While this wasn't the biggest mandate compared to others over the years, it is important to comply with the latest changes. The deadline was the 20th of July, so if you have missed the deadline, now's your time to take action. Don't risk dropping from search results. For more information on how we can help, check out our blog at www.optoseller.com blog. Now for this week's guest. Today, I'll be chatting to Doug Smith, Director of Content at List Perfectly and co-host of the Seller Community Podcast. During our chat, we covered the seller community, social selling and marketing, and building a brand on the marketplace. I've been to meetup groups again across the country. Some are huge events at like a hotel. Some are literally in people's houses. Some are at restaurants. Some are 50 to a couple hundred people. Some are five to 10 people. Doug is Director of Content at List Perfectly. He has years of experience in the seller community and even worked for eBay for four years as content and tech manager for the eBay online community. Let's get into the interview. Hi Doug, how are you? Hey Dara, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm doing well, doing well. You know, it's interesting. It's the end of your day, start of my day. So uh, thanks for fitting me in. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. When we spoke the first time, I think we found a lot of things that would be of interest. Yeah, me too. Me too. So we'll just dive in. How did you get involved in e-commerce? Well, uh, the interesting thing is for more than 20 years, I've worked in some form of online content or another. And I started way back in, I think, 98 or 99 with an online music website, just kind mm-hmm. of for fun, like an online music magazine with a friend. And this was back, I think, even before images were, you know, really uh, <laughs> prominent. And when we got images, we got excited, things like that. And so it started out as a hobby. And then I worked in online marketing, um, got into online community, online instructional design, and then mm-hmm. community and content, social media management kind of connected me into the e-commerce world. I had a friend that worked at eBay and he brought me over and I came on. At first, I was on the electronics team there. And then uh, I became part of the seller engagement, uh, seller community team. And that was uh, the majority of my tenure there at eBay. Nice. And what is your role now at List Perfectly? So at List Perfectly, I'm the director of content. So basically what I do is, is I manage our podcast, the seller community podcast. I manage our blog, the seller community blog. I do a lot of help with social media a lot of online and offline seller engagement. So um, I'm pretty well known in the seller community. So that's kind of transferred over. Uh, List Perfectly is really big on community engagement. So I help with that. And then, um, you know, events are opening back up here in the US. So we're attending big seller events on the West Coast and the East Coast. So I, I do a lot of that as well. That's so interesting. So can you tell me a bit about what List Perfectly do and their position in the e-commerce space? Sure. So uh, List Perfectly is an e-commerce solution. So we help online sellers grow and scale their businesses to multiple platforms. 
a lot of sellers are kind of focused on one platform and then we can we help them expand to different platforms we help them we give them inventory management solutions we help them cross post you can cross post from market to market or from list perfectly or you can manage everything it's most advantageous to manage everything within list perfectly so that gives you image management listing management inventory management uh, all your images are saved and back up it gives you metrics and analytics but basically we're an e-commerce solution that helps online sellers expand and grow their business and the great thing about us is the whole team are sellers of different levels and we all use list perfectly and our co-ceos and co-founders clara albernez and amanda morse They've been sellers for together, probably combined more than 20 years. So they really know all the ins and outs and they're very accessible, very active in the community. And uh, again, that was kind of what uh, brought me over to list perfectly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really important to have that experience, isn't it? So that you understand what sellers are going through at different stages of their journey. Yeah. And it's interesting with a lot of companies, a lot of companies, the the people that run the company, their business, you know, they have experience in business, but maybe not always direct experience in what they do. For instance, even when I was at eBay, the CEO at the time, he sold because he started working at eBay, but he didn't have a lot of e-commerce experience. He was more business experienced. And mm -hmm. I think it gives you kind of a, a deeper view and you can connect more with your customer base for sure. Definitely. Can you tell me a bit about your time at eBay and how that shaped your career and understanding of marketplace selling? Yeah, it was very interesting for me to expand over into e-commerce. When I started there, I was on the electronics team. So I worked with a lot of big, um, almost big box corporate sellers and in that sphere, which was the, uh, they call it a vertical. So basically, you know, a category. So electronics was the biggest category at eBay. That was very interesting. And at the time, I didn't have a lot of face-to-face -face interaction with actual sellers. And then when I moved over onto the community engagement team and the community team, I started doing a lot of uh, kind of what I do now, online and offline engagement and even customer seller advocacy. So I really started to connect with a lot of sellers. And what really touched me, and I always say it flipped a switch, was learning the stories behind these people's businesses and how selling online at this time with eBay changed their lives or they needed they needed something to move them in a new direction, whether they'd lost a job or become burned out at their job or got tired for working for other people. Or some of them had even a tragedy like a, a parent's death or a parent that they had to take care of. And it was just interesting how e-commerce and online selling allows people to be their own boss in a lot of ways pursue their dreams you know if they're really into something like let's say you're really into music or you're really into electronics they can lean into that or antiques and collectibles but i really and it was really great to connect with sellers hear the stories and just kind of see the people behind the businesses and just how how important it is to them and how again at the time ebay changed people's lives and then list perfectly We've got the 11 platforms, so it really opened me to all these different platforms because at eBay, obviously, I was eBay focused, but just sellers, again, a lot of sellers will focus on a particular platform or sellers that are focused on many platforms. But that's kind of what I love about the community is just all the people, the stories, 
and how passionate they are about their businesses and how e-commerce has literally saved and changed people's lives. Yeah, that's one of my favorite things as well about this podcast is learning how people started out in their journey and like what led them to where they are now. Like it's just so interesting to understand because everyone has their own story. Yeah, and that and I love too that it allows, you know, not only people to be their own bosses, but to pursue their passions and kind of, um, you know, the internet just opens so many doors to different, different career paths. And e-commerce, I think, does the, does the same thing. I mean, there's, there's, we say all the time, at least perfectly, there's room in e-commerce for everyone. And that is totally true. It's such a low barrier to entry. And it's like all you, you know, you could basically start a business with, with a, a phone. Our phones mm-hmm. are pretty powerful nowadays. So you've got a phone, a computer, high def camera, high def video camera. But if you need to, if you need to start something, you can certainly start into e-commerce. Definitely. I totally agree. You said that you worked a lot with the seller community. What What's your experience been like with the seller community in general? So again, you know, uh, online community. So a lot of in the eBay community, you know, kind of um, engagement, advocacy, some degree of customer support, you know, if they have issues, things like that. So online and offline engagement and just traveling across the country, you know, multiple times, sometimes multiple times a month to different seller events. And just, again, you know, touching base, advocating internally, you know, kind of being an internal voice for the seller at eBay. It's just like, you know, here's what the seller community is saying is like, we gate, we would gauge feedback from the seller community, see what they were saying, see what they were talking about. And again, just making these connections. I have tons of friends now over the years that, you know, sellers that I have that professional relationship with, but I also consider them friends. But I think it was great just again to get out, learn the stories and hear how e-commerce and selling online change people's lives. I mean, that's the big part of it for me. It all comes back to, always comes back to me to stories and community and all the different stories. It's, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Is getting involved in the community something that you would recommend to sellers that are looking to grow? Yeah, definitely. So a lot of sellers will say and agree that, you know, selling is kind of a solitary existence. A lot of times you are, you're in your house by yourself or some, you're in your basement or wherever your office is and you don't get out, you may not get out a lot. And especially with the last couple of years with COVID. And so there is that, that connection, knowing that there are other people like you that are doing this and, you know, making that connection, getting out there. And then the other big opportunity in the seller community is the um, opportunity to learn besides connect, to learn and grow your business. So there's so many sellers. This has always been fascinating to me as well. So many sellers that help other sellers on their own time for free. So they'll put out a ton of their own content on YouTube or in Facebook groups on their websites. And some of them, you know, they'll do, they'll do lives, they'll do Instagrams and they're putting out this content to help other sellers. And it's interesting too, because you think technically they could be competing, but they're helping each other. Cause again, there's room, you know, there's room for everyone. So that's a big part of it for me too. I've just always been fascinated the um, willingness for sellers to help other sellers. And that's a big part of community. A big part of the selling community would be like interacting through social media. So what are your thoughts on online selling and how it's changed over the years? So it's interesting. Social media came up at a certain time and, you know, e-commerce came out first. And what was interesting about eBay too, is eBay was really one of the very first online communities. 
And so, you know, online community is like at the basic level, it's like message boards, other facets where people connect and interact. And then social media came along and now we're at this, they call it, they're starting to call it social commerce. So, you know, in some ways, the, the marketplaces have that inherent, but it's making the connection between the two. So social media can help you grow your business, expand your business, get more traffic, but it also really helps you grow your personal brand. And I think, you know, no matter what you are, what, whatever you call your store, even if you're selling on one platform, that's your brand and social media in a lot of ways. I mean, you can, you can spend money on ads, you can boost posts, things like that, but you've got a lot of these free tools that are out there that just take your time to learn and invest and you know, focus on if, if short, short form TikTok videos are not for you, don't do it, you know, focus with what you're comfortable, but there are a lot of across the board, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, a lot of options out there for you to, again, tell your story, grow your brand, spread awareness to your listings. And then there's also now we've got the emergence of live selling. Uh, sellers are selling. It's interesting because you've got like whatnot and you've got um, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram leaning into live selling, but you'll see a lot of sellers out there that have kind of done it their own way too. So they'll use YouTubes and sell online. They will sell online and in Instagram lives. And so I think that's going to be one of the next big, I think things are going to keep going that way. eBay starting to lean into live selling too. And it's just that real direct contact and interaction. Yeah, I haven't um, really thought about that, the live aspect of it, like that must be so effective. Yeah, and I think it takes a, it takes a particular kind of person. Not, again, not everybody's comfortable with video or putting their face out there, but um, you know, some of, the, some of those that I've seen, they're super fast. And that's very interesting about it. It's like, I've got this, um, and some of them will do it like an auction, and some will be like, hey, I have this. If you're interested, DM me for a price. And I've seen, and there are multiple ways to sell on Instagram. And I've seen sellers that sell exclusively on Instagram just through basic Instagram posts. It's like, here's the information. If you're interested, DM me. And I just think, um, you know, I think we're really leaning towards more online interaction, you know, things like meta and the metaverse coming. And I think that's all just going to continue to uh, keep getting integrated. Definitely. So what are your tips for increasing brand awareness through social media marketing? Well, I think it's important to dial in your brand, you know, so you want to have a consistent, the basic level, consistent name, consistent imagery, have a nice little logo and, you know, think about what you want to sell, where you want to sell it, and then definitely focus on a couple. You don't have to be all across the board. I mean, there are advantages to everything. I'm really keen on TikTok right now. I think it's really hot. I think, uh, you know, so many platforms are leaning into short form video. And I love uh, on TikTok how you can go viral or explode without having a ton of followers. And I love how their algorithm is so, they have the most dialed in algorithm right now. And I love how it can shift and change with what you're looking at, even you know in a day or two. But again, TikTok's not for everyone. If you're into imagery, you know maybe you lean towards Instagram. But pick a couple platforms and uh, you know lean in and just remember social media a lot of it is free for you to use. And then another big thing is follow a lot of sellers. See what other sellers are doing, especially those that are in your niche and learn from them, do some of the things they're doing and then follow them. 
follow, you know, on the sites that lean towards hashtags, definitely follow hashtag seller community, definitely follow uh, hashtags related to the marketplace you focus on and your niche. But that's a big part of it too on social media is learn from other sellers. So if you wanna if you wanna get active on TikTok, see what other sellers are doing on TikTok, and um, experiment. Tell your story. Uh, people don't. Everything has a story. You have a story. Your business has a story. Those things you buy have a story. Sellers and buyers love sourcing stories. Seeing that whole journey. Your journey is a story. And then just just think about interacting building that community, learning from others. And then people always forget you should always have fun. Yeah, that is really important, isn't it? Um, Would you say also like you were saying about telling your story, like doing your research, but putting your own spin on it. Do you think the more buyers are seeing the unique side of it, like more of your personality, do you think that does help with building trust and encouraging sales? I think it definitely helps that, you know, people want to see the, uh, the names behind the company, the names behind your brand. They want to see your face if you're comfortable with that. And again, it's kind of, it's kind of personalizing what you do, personalizing what you sell. Like a good example is, is I know a lot of antiques and collectible sellers. My best friend has been an antique and collectible seller for years, and he tells a lot of stories about the things he's selling and how he got them. He used to go over to Europe all the time and get stuff and bring it back. And, you know, that journey is a story. It's a lot more than just seeing a static listing. And then, you know, I do think that um, people really, it's like even with like OptiSteller or List Perfectly, people like to see and connect with the faces of the people that work there. And that's why podcasts are so awesome too, is it's like, it's just a great, uh, great connection medium. So would you say that, social selling, social marketing, is that still being overlooked by a lot of sellers? Yeah, I think there's still a lot of space for it. I think you'll see a lot of sellers that are still hesitant. Um, and this is one of the things I used to speak about at eBay is, you know, using social media for selling and, um, you know, just considering that. And a lot of people would ask, well, why, why should I do that? Well, if you've got one thing and you post something about it and you sell it, you know, you're getting a sale. It's, you know, it's worth that little bit of effort. But I think, yeah, there's still a challenge for engagement. And I think that, um, you know, it's, you're investing time. It is a lot of work and sellers, a lot of sellers do everything on their own. Um, And, you know, a lot of the sellers that I deal with now are are small, you know, small, medium businesses. So they do a lot of the, everything on their own, or they'll have maybe an assistant that helps a bit but they don't have a ton of time. So they have to maximize their efforts. So that's why it's, you know, social selling, social commerce is not gonna be for everyone, but I really think it's important to consider. And I think you're gonna see it coming more and more. It's like, you know, what, uh, like look at Facebook Marketplace. You know, the interesting thing there is, is you've got com- combined together a marketplace and then a social platform. So think about things like that. And then, you know, all the sites, even Twitter are starting to add um, e-commerce capabilities. So, you know, that intersection is going to get more and more and they're telling us more and more, um, you know, again, the metaverse is coming, meta is coming. I, and I think whether we like it or not, some people will, some people don't. And then we think about too. think about, you know, now we've got, again, this super powerful device, device we carry around in our pocket, our smartphones. 
I remember back, you know, well, I remember when they were not that big, but they were big. And it was like, you only use this in case of an emergency. And then I remember, you know, I remember the evolution and now it's something we can't live without. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's good and bad, but it's just how things become more ingrained in our culture. And it's, um, you know, it's, I have two teenage kids and it's been interesting to see their growth too. It's like they, they get again, good or bad, you know, their news from TikTok. Most of their viewing is YouTube and TikTok. They don't watch a ton of TV and it's, um, and I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing as long as it's, you know, a bit moderated and controlled. And I just think it's the, it's the evolution of technology and it ties in well into uh, e-commerce. Yeah, it is crazy to think of the evolution as well. Like even I'm 24 and I went from as a kid watching vid- video tapes yeah. and now people watch 15 second videos on their phones and they just scroll for hours. The way it's all changed, you wouldn't expect that to be such a long period of time really in the grand scheme yeah. of things and it's just changed massively. And it's, you know, you can read stuff all about this. It has, you know, changed our brains a bit. We, you know, shorter attention span. Uh, but I think that's just part of evolution and technology is evolving at an exponential level. And, you know, we really need to keep up on it. And I'm, I'm older than you, but I, you know, I, I think I'm fairly tech savvy for my age. Yeah. It's amazing. The things, the things that we can do. It's like now, like for instance, watching TV used to be, there were a handful of channels and you could watch what's on now. Everything's mm-hmm. on demand. So if I went like one of my favorite shows of all time is Seinfeld. So if I want to see a particular Seinfeld episode, I can do that now quickly. You know, I may have to pay a little money, but I can do it. And um, used to not be that way. Used to be a lot of stuff, you know, even I'm big into music, but even in music, if you didn't, if it was on TV and you didn't see it at the time, you're not going to see it. And now, you know, it's like you can see it the next day on YouTube. And it's just, um, you know, just the growth of tech, the growth of media. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Obviously, there's social media that plays a big part in like building a brand and awareness. But what would you say to sellers that are just looking to build their brand on marketplaces? Yeah, so I would say, you know, the again, look at social media, connect with those sellers, look at your community. And I don't mean just online, offline as well, but online, look at those different sellers, tons of sellers, especially on YouTube who put out, you know, if you want to learn more about eBay, go look at somebody like Casey Rockstar Flipper or Cat the Nurse Flipper. They're US-based sellers, but they put out content on this. Go to YouTube, go to Google, search for what you want to learn. It's all out there. Um, Some free, some sellers do charge. And then also, you know, you can also, uh, I know like eBay UK, they do uh, in-person events as well. So think about that in-person component too, is you have all these face-to-face meetups, opportunities to connect and make friends. Um, Again, you know, we're List Perfectly is doing two huge seller events, one on the East Coast, one on the West Coast, FlipCon and Boss Reseller Remix, two or 300 sellers together, constant workshops for a couple of days. The eBay opens are back. eBay open will be online and offline. And so just use those opportunities to connect and think about the community. And again, always remember the community is online and offline, but just reach out and connect. Yeah. Would you say networking is like essential to building your brand? 
I think it is. I think it's huge networking, learning from others. And, you know, that's what community is all about. And again, a lot of, you know, a lot of people don't realize a lot of people will maybe lean towards one or the other, but a lot of people don't realize you can engage in online community and engage in offline community, those meetups, those events, things like that. Um, eBay does the most, but other platforms do seller events and they're expanding outside of the US. Obviously I'm US based, so I kind of lean towards that. I would love to come to Scotland though. So we can do that, we can do that sometime. Definitely. Um, but, and even, you know, even like OptiSeller, OptiSeller is a great example. They do certain things, but they also do, they also help with the community tools like your podcast that are helping people learn more and expand. And, you know, that's a big part of it too. But, uh, you know, just remember those different components, those opportunities. And then again, too, if, if, you know, you're a seller and you're interested in documenting your journey, you can use social media or you can start your own meetup group or your own, you know, I've been to meetup groups again across the country. Some are huge events at like a hotel. Some are literally in people's houses. Some are at restaurants. Some are 50 to a couple hundred people. Some are five to 10 people just sitting around a table, but they all get together. They talk, they help each other. And that is again, an amazing aspect of the seller community as a whole. Definitely. So what's next for you and List Perfectly? So, you know, List Perfectly is adding a lot of new features. I think we, and part of their, like I chose to come to List Perfectly. Um, you know, I had an idea for an e-commerce podcast after I left eBay because I worked on the eBay for Business podcast and I still wanted to do this, but I wanted to kind of expand the focus beyond eBay and List Perfectly and I spoke and, you know, we put this together. And part of the reason I came on again was how huge List Perfectly is in the seller community and the seller community that they have. They have our Facebook, the Facebook group is huge. Um, help sellers obviously use List Perfectly, but help sellers grow their businesses, help sellers, you know, with other platform questions, uh, eBay, Etsy, Poshmark across the board. So that's a big part of it. So I'm planning on being with List Perfectly for a long time, continuing to grow the podcast, continuing to uh, grow the the blog and put out that content more, you know, just doing very similar to what I did at eBay, going to different seller events, helping sellers, helping them. And I think at the base level is I help sellers tell stories. So we have people come on and, you know, talk about their selling journey and tell their story. And then just, you know, connecting and helping sellers. And then as far as List Perfectly, you know, I think, again, I came on because I love the product. I use it. I love the community aspect. And I think they're the best at what they do. I think they are the most comprehensive e-commerce solution out there. And we are expanding. We're growing. We have huge plans. Uh, one of the big things coming soon is automatic listing and delisting. So if something sells, will automatically remove it for you. Nobody's doing that now. Um, that's going to be huge. And then just some other, you know, other expansions that we're working on. We're completely compliant with the platforms that we, the 11 platforms we work with. That's huge. There are a lot of compliance issues out there. Um, and that's important to us. We're constantly connected with the platforms. We have great relationships with all the platforms. And I think, um, you know, that's going to continue. And we're going to continue our growth. And um, 
I think, you know, as far as list perfectly, the growth, it's been a rocket. Not only since I came on, but they really like really exploded at eBay Open 2019. And it was because they got together and spread the word with sellers. And if sellers like something, they'll spread the word. If they don't, they'll spread the word. And so List Perfectly has been like a rocket and that growth has been exponential. And I think they're going to continue. And the important part is we listen to the community. We take seller feedback and we put it into the product. And some stuff, you know, happens right away. Like we have the ability to pivot quickly. And I think that is, that's going to be part of the continued growth and success of List Perfectly is keeping ingrained in the seller community, uh, being available and uh, taking that feedback from sellers into the product itself. Mm -hmm. That's really exciting. Yeah. So we kind of touched on like the metaverse and things like that. Um, what is a trend that excites you in the e-commerce and marketplace industry? Well, I, I'm excited about, really excited about social commerce. I like that intersection. And one of the things I've always loved about the internet is it has opened so many doors to people to pursue their dreams. So, you know, like for me, for example, early on, I started a music magazine and you know, it's, sometimes it's a passion thing. You don't make any money. I have a music podcast, so I do that just for fun on the side when I can, but I can do that because of the internet. Um, you can write books now and self-publish them because of the internet. And then as far as e-commerce, I love that all the doors it can open and it affords people the opportunity to, again, become their own boss, especially if they choose to leave a corporate job or they lose a corporate job or something happens in their life where they really need to shift. And again, it's, it's easy to get started. The resources are out there. And then I just, social commerce is so interesting to me and just again that intersection that interactivity that engagement and the ability like for example to go back to TikTok. so you can you know you grow your following a bit to a thousand followers and you can go live like that and so that just opens the door across the spectrum and for some people some people prefer the cream to float to the top and i think it usually does but a lot of like there is that opportunity for anybody to become their own star or do what they want. And I don't know how familiar you are with TikTok, but there are some really bizarre TikTok live things that go on. And some of it's super interesting, some of it's not, but it's just interesting that people can, again, goes back to this mobile device. They can take, turn it on and then pursue a passion or start a business or help others. Or if you just wanna be weird, some people just wanna be weird. There's that too. So I love that. And I just, I just love, again, that intersection of social commerce. And again, the growth of technology has been super interesting. I think the metaverse is going to be interesting if we get to a point now, like who would have thought, you know, a year ago that we, despite what Elon Musk thinks, but we would shift to largely working remotely. So List Perfectly is an all remote company. A lot of companies are going that way. Uh, you know, we see more things now like video calls, things like this. And I think that's going to get a lot more interesting. I think it's going to get a lot more interactive. I don't know if it's going to be, um, you know, where we will have uh, virtual goggles on and do things like that. That's kind of the way Meta wants to go. We'll see. I think that might be a little bit of a tough buy-in. And then, you know, there's good and bad with that. Are we going to become, I don't know if you remember the movie WALL-E 
or uh, Ready Player One, maybe. I mean, that would be kind of interesting. Would still be, you know, it would be still nice to leave the house now and again and interact in the real world, but that would be kind of cool to be able to do that stuff too. So I just think, um, you know, for me, it's just always been the internet connecting people to technology and then particularly uh, smartphones and smart devices just opening everything for us. No, I agree. Thank you so much for your time, Doug. This, this was a really interesting chat. Yeah, thank you, Dara. This was great. I really enjoyed it. And thanks for the opportunity. And I, I'm a fan of OptiSeller. I love what they're doing. And you've got a great podcast. So that's fun. And you know, you you're being a part of the seller community as well. So thank you for that. Oh, thank you. Thanks so much. That concludes this episode of the OptiSeller podcast. I'd like to give a huge thank you to Doug for his time and a thank you to everyone for listening. If you did enjoy, please leave a comment, a rating and subscribe. That's it for this episode. Please come back next month for brand new insights from a brand new guest.